Life's better with some good company. You're listening to the Good Co. Podcast with Brett and Emma. Discuss the hot topics, the hard ones, and everything in between. Here's the Good Co. Podcast with your hosts, Brett and Emma. Stop what you're doing right now. Okay. Okay. Because you're about to experience some good company. <gasps> good Co. Times. Yes. Uh, thanks for being here. My name is Brett here with Emma, and this is the Good Co. Podcast where we hope we can just encourage you. I love food. I feel like that's the best way to start any podcast ever. Same. Because I do. It's so good. But this is so weird. But do you have foods that you know you like, but the concept of them, the thought of them you don't like? For example, one of mine is mayo. Yes. I like it. Yes, dude. (laughs) I like the taste of mayo. Dude. But it's the concept. I can't get over it. It is. Looks gross. (laughs) Smells gross. But it tastes great. And it's like, I am so glad you relate to this. Dude, this is perfect. Thank you for doing <laughs> saying that. So there are some items that you just don't know that you need until you really desperately need them in the moment. So recently, I had this thing happen to me at the house. So so Brett just moved out of his house. Yeah, yeah. And he, you're finding there are some things you don't have that you need. Yeah. And this specific time, I was just preparing some food, you know, trying to make my life easier. Actually, it was breakfast foods. I was cutting bagels. I'm really embarrassed to say I was cutting <laughs> bagels. And so with the bread knife, I was I, I was cutting and I was just in a groove. And then okay. and then the knife kind of came down on two of my fingers. And so <laughs> it hurt. I'm okay. But were like, you bleeding? A lot. Like Whoa. a lot. And it, it there, there was so much blood but not a whole lot of pain, but I was just freaking Uh. out. Like, I didn't know what to do. So I'm like, all right, I need a Band-Aid. I need a Band-Aid. So I went looking for a Band-Aid. Oh, no. Didn't have a Band-Aid in the house. That's fair. You don't don't think of that when you move in. It's exactly right. Like, you just don't know what you need until you desperately need it in the moment. So that is just my piece of uh, advice when you're adulting. Get Band-Aids. I I do just want you to know that Brett has two very little cuts on his fingers. Like, not, not big. Okay, well, you didn't need to go there. (laughs) So I have a really good relationship with my grandma. Grandma, Mm, if you're listening, love you so much. She's great. She's the best. But I was noticing recently that for some reason, like I have no idea why, totally unrelated to me, just totally my grandma's fault, she is way sassier with me (laughs) than she is with any of the other grandkids. Grandma, why is that? I just... I Grandma, don't know. answer that. Grandma, I'm, don't answer that. I am an angel to her. I'm I'm so kind. I'm never sarcastic. I never make fun of her ever. Mm. I wish you could see my face right now because <laughs> I think the main reason that Grandma gives you the sarcasm back is because you give her the sarcasm first. No, uh, me. Mm, you reap what you sow. <laughs> I might egg her on a little bit. The Good Coat Podcast is better when you're part of it. You can reach out to the show, ask questions, and share feedback by leaving a message on our page at myhopefm.net. So you have something that you're really good at. So be thinking about that right now as we're as we're starting this conversation. But we're talking about what you are good at today and the way that you use your gifting is what really makes the difference in the kingdom of Jesus. Yeah, and everyone has a different gift and a different way that they figure out what they're gifted at. Some people have a million gifts. Some people have like two that they're really good at. But the way that you use your gifts matter. I want to tell you a story about Ryan. Ryan is just like you. He listens to this podcast and he's actually reached out to us a couple different times. But he reached out to us recently and said, guys, you are blessing me. Every time I listen, I just love what I'm hearing. And so I want to be a blessing to you. And so he's actually using this gift that he has. He's really gifted at making pens. 
So he's really good at creating these really high class, intricate pens Mm. out of like resin and wood. And he said, guys, I just want to make these pens for you guys just to bless you, which is so awesome because I kid you not. And it's a pen. Yeah. Wow. That is so cool. Like literally the way that we use our gifts matters and it makes a big difference using your gifts for the kingdom of God or not, which is cool that that's the story you shared because that's really what we're talking about today. How to use your giftings for the kingdom of God and how do your gifts affect your calling and what God calls you to do. And so before we get into what it looks like personally for us, we want to tell you that our stories are unique to us. Yeah. They're not necessarily the end all be all for what your gifting is or how your gifting is to be used. But before we get into it, I really want to share this scripture with you out of Matthew chapter 28. It's called the Great Commission. So anytime you hear the the term the Great Commission, this is what it's talking about. And these are red letters, which means Jesus Christ spoke these words. It says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Wow. So I um, looked up commission because I hear about the Great Commission all the time and I know what it means, but I was like, what is the exact definition, you know? And the definition is an instruction, command, or duty given to a person or group of people. So Mm. this is literally the great command or the great duty that's given to you and I as Christians, the group of people. And I love that. And the first verse says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. I love the all nations piece. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we can get a little bit caught up in like, oh, that means I have to go. But all nations also includes exactly where you are right now, exactly where I am right now. And most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time, God is calling you and me to be faithful exactly where we are, which is here. Yeah. And check this out. I actually did a little bit of research on this. I was, I did a study of the Gospels recently, but I, I was going through Matthew and Mark specifically, and these are the only two books that I have this stat on. But I was looking at these intimate encounters that Jesus had throughout both Matthew and Mark. And so in the book of Matthew, Jesus has 34 intimate encounters with non-believers. Only one of those encounters happened in a church setting. Whoa. The book of Mark, 26 encounters. Only two of them happened in a church setting. Mm. What does that tell me? That literally tells me that if, if we want to reach people for Jesus, for the kingdom, we got to get outside of our church. Yes, church is good. Don't forsake to, to meet with other believers. But that is, that's the, the game plan. Yeah. Then you got to go. You got to go into the nations and do it. Yeah, that's not insignificant because a, that was what Jesus modeled for us yeah. and what his experience was. So that's like a, a big deal. Like being like Jesus and doing the things that Jesus did, that matters for the Christian faith walk. And it is so true. As I think about people that I know that aren't Christians, the vast majority of them would mm. never come to church. Yeah. No matter what, like even if it was like a potluck Sunday, <laughs> the best of the best, we got the best food, like they're still not coming. There's no way they're going to step foot in a church, but they are going to rub shoulders with me when I'm at the grocery store, when I'm at work, when I'm walking down the sidewalk, either way, no matter where it is, they're going to interact with me. And as a part of the body of believers, I am the church. Yeah, that is really good. And then going on to verse 20, it says, in teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you, and surely I am with you to the very end of the age. 
The first part of verse 20 says, in teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. That's kind of a continuation of verse 19 of like what our commandment is, what our duty is to go and do, is to teach them to obey everything that Jesus has commanded. But then here's the promise. This is beautiful. It says, and surely I am with you always Hmm. to the very end of the age. That is so good. And so kind of going back to the, the giftings that the Lord has given you, personally for me, I feel like actually all my life, the Lord has given me like this this thing called a big mouth. <laughs> oh, so, really? I so, would never guess. I know. So going into like all of my school career, I was always getting in trouble for talking too much. Mm. Like the teacher always be like, Brett, stop talking. Stop talking. But then later on, as I matured and graduated high school, the Lord opened a door for me to move into Christian radio to then use my big mouth for the kingdom. Yeah. And so I think for me, it was seeing in the past, what is something that I'm naturally pushed towards? Yeah. Talking. And then how can I use that to then impact the kingdom? That's really good. And I think there are general, there's a general calling over every Christian's life. And then there's more specific callings. And the general calling is what we were just talking about with the Great Commission. And the specific calling is kind of what we're moving into now. Where am I naturally gifted? Where am I naturally going to be good at something? And how can I use that for God's glory and Mm. for the kingdom? And I love what you're talking about, about the talking thing, because it's sometimes the thing that other people say is a fault (laughs) or they say it's bad. And that's the very thing that God's like, I'm going to use that. Yeah. I think in my own life, I've always loved public speaking and been pretty good Mm -hmm. at it. And that's definitely a gifting, I would say, that God has given me over my life. And I never would have imagined that radio would be part of that. But it is so in line, almost what you're saying, Brett, about the talking thing. Like, I have always loved to talk. And I love talking to other people and connecting with other people. And right now, the way that I'm using that gifting is through radio and podcasting and so many other avenues too. And that's what I think is really cool about gifts too, is you might have one gifting and you can use so many different outlets to use that same gifting. So right now, my calling for this gift might be radio and podcasting. But in 10 years, maybe it's speaking on a big stage or maybe it's speaking to one person on the street or maybe, you know, like it can change and still be the same gifting. And so then taking it to the next step, you realize what your gifting is. I don't know what it is for you. I I pray that you are kind of thinking about that as we're talking right now. But the next step is then how can I use this gifting to encourage people in their walk with Jesus? Yeah. And so for me, it was, I actually had to create like this, like this goal. And my goal every day is to encourage people in the name of Jesus. That is solely my one mission, my one goal. And the way that I do it is through opening up this big mouth of mine. (laughs) And so I don't know what that looks like for you though. If it's service, maybe it's going and doing something for someone. Maybe it's uh, praying for someone. Your gifting could be so simple, but you could use it in big ways, you know? And I think sometimes it's hard to know what your gifting is. For a lot of my life, I felt paralyzed because I felt like my calling and my gifting was going to be so obvious. It was going to drop in my lap. God was going to audibly speak to me and I was going to know exactly what to do next. And I still don't feel like that ever happened for me. So if you're in a place where you're like, I just don't know, that is okay. Start exploring, start doing something. Don't sit paralyzed. Don't wait for it to land on you because it's not going to most of the time, but just 
start doing something and seeing what am I good at? What do I yeah. like doing? What do other people tell me I'm really good at? And then as you're doing those things, bring other people along with you. That's how they're going to discover their giftings too. say, hey, I've never done this. Do you want to try it? Let's see if we're any good at it together and start discovering where God has really gifted you. And I also think there's something so special about when you are in God's will, doing the gift that he has gifted you to do, you're going to be so fulfilled. Yeah. I literally, like there's there's seasons. I'm actually in a season of it right now here at the radio station where it's busy and I'm just like overwhelmed at times, but it's still so fulfilling for me. Every single day I can still walk away saying, God, thank you that I had the opportunity to open this big mouth that you've given me. <laughs> yeah. So I... And I feel like that's the difference between what God offers and what the world offers, yeah. because you can have the same job and operate in God's calling or operate just in, in worldliness. But the difference is purpose and fulfillment, honestly, because when you're operating in a job or in something that God has gifted you in, that brings fulfillment. And it brings peace and it brings like, okay, there's a reason I'm doing this. Even if I don't always love it, even if I wake up every day and I'm not fully sure, but I know that there's purpose in this. Whereas when you're operating in just, okay, I got to get a job to get money. I got to do this because that's what the world says. There's so much less purpose in that because all that it is, is trade and time for money. And that's pretty draining. So what about if you're in a job that you don't feel like you're gifted at, but you know that God has placed you there? That's a tough position to be in. Yeah. And can I tell you, there was a season of my life where I was in ministry and it wasn't, my heart wasn't in the ministry side mm -hmm. of it. I'm really ashamed to say that, but there's, there was a time where I was doing this job for the paycheck and just trying to get by. But can I tell you, there was a prayer that I heard. It was the worship pastor at Elevation Church. He said this, he said, God, thank you for a good work to do and great people to do it with. Ever since I heard that, I've been praying that. And I think I've shared that with the staff here once or twice before. Yeah. But that one prayer has changed my perspective on what I get to do every day. It is, it is a privilege that I get to have radio as my way to serve other people and to serve the kingdom. I don't know what it is for you, whatever that gifting is, whatever the job that you're just placed in, start seeing that as an honor that God has given you that responsibility. That's really good. If you start praying and asking, prayer is going to change your perspective on where you're placed. If you're enjoying all the good company right now, would you consider rating the podcast and leaving a review? And just maybe your comment or question could end up on the next podcast. Mailbag time. <laughs> this is my favorite time of the podcast. Well, it's my favorite time of the podcast. Well, it can be both of ours. Mm, no. Yeah. Okay, we have three comments for you this week. Our first one is from Chris, and he said, you guys rock this. Your testimonies and comments are so relevant and refreshing. Keep letting the Lord shine through you. God bless. Another one was from a listener, Dina, and she said, I really enjoyed your conversation about revival that we all experience it in different ways. God longs for us to seek him, and he has so many ways he wants to use us. P.S. Emma, how many times did you hit the snooze this last week? Yeah, how many times did you? Uh, well, a lot. Probably, probably two every morning. Oh. So like more than seven. <laughs> buddy. Buddy. I'm trying, okay? Someone get her the book, How to Wake Up to an Alarm for Dummies. <laughs> our last comment is from Todd, and Todd is actually our talent coach. So if we sound good, it's because of him. Thanks, Todd. Yeah. Shout out, Todd. You rock. He said, heart and fun. Hanging out, sipping coffee. Yes. Consumable. Memorable. You're onto something really good. Which, that means a lot, Todd. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, it's a big pat on the back. And honestly, I just want to remind you that we love getting your texts, your your comments, whatever it is, questions, prayer requests. 
it really just helps us know that God is using this podcast in your life. So if he is, would you let us know? Or if you have questions or topics, you can always reach out to us on our website. Yeah, and that's what it's all about. Just go to myhopefm.net, click on air, click podcast. We'd love to pray with you, hear from you. Just go to myhopefm.net. We love you. Thanks for clicking play on the Good Co. Podcast. To hear another episode or to get a hold of the show, visit myhopefm.net and click podcast. Okay.